Hey, this is Hartford Jarek, and you're listening to the Saucy Club Podcast with Johnny Chilbasa. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. I don't care if you're banged up. I don't care if you have to fly across the United States. I don't care if we don't have enough tape in the toolbox for those flimsy ankles of yours. I don't care if it's cold outside and the ground is hard when you fall on it. We are going to put on those shoulder pads and those helmets and those spikes and we are going to get out there and we are practicing outside in the cold all goddamn week because you know one thing for show when it's thursday it's fantasy football ferocity everybody can you believe we're in double digit weeks that's all I could say. You might have uh, taken it in the pants because you played Patrick Mahomes last week. You might have kicked somebody's ass because you had five touchdowns out of Patrick Mahomes. You might have had an entire team built for destruction and winning championships. Or you might not even care anymore because your team sucks. But don't give up and don't let it go. You got to try all the way to the end even if your team sucks. Come on, don't be a punk bitch because that's what you do in fantasy football. You try till the very end because it takes like five minutes and that's it. And I'll tell you what doesn't take five minutes. The football minute, everybody. The football minute, everybody. Here we go. One minute only on the Sausage Hut Podcast. Week 10 in the NFL. Week pre-penultimate week in college. Where did the sun go week in America? America's team, the Cleveland Browns, woke up last Monday thinking about the hoodie. Went to bed Saturday night thinking about the hoodie. Came to the field Sunday thinking about the hoodie. Drove down the field in the first quarter and stuck it to the hoodie. Then, unfortunately, the hoodie took over. 45-7 to shellacking from the minions of the hoodie. Lots of 40-plus scores in the NFL last week. The Cowpokes hung 43 on the 80 The Bills hung 45 on Mitchie's football. Jets Chiefs hung 45 on the Raiders. And I had to face Mahomes. Ouch! You can't beat anyone whose QB throws five TDs. Ain't happening. Especially when Aaron Rodgers took one too many chill pills. And lots of injuries around the NFL. Kyler Murray was out. Big Ben was out. Nick Chubb was out. Alvin Kamara was out. Terry McLaurin got knocked out. Baker Mayfield got knocked up. Or beaten up. Ha! Sam Darnold 2.0's been out. And that opened up the return of Superman in Carolina Blue. Oh, it just looks right. There you go. A football minute from Johnny Kilbasa on Fantasy Football Ferocity. I'm Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter. Johnny Kilbasa rocks on Instagram. And go to johnnykilbasa.com if you want to throw it down with 500 episodes of the podcast. And speaking of throwing it down, if you're going to have a fantasy football league, if you're going to have a fantasy football commissioner to bring it all together, and right here we've got America's commissioner. That's right. America's commissioner coming from the beach. 
He's riding high in both of his leagues, and he's running things in your league. And if you got some kind of shady trade you want to try to run underneath him, be prepared to face the tribune of truth. Mishy, laying it down. What's going on, bro? The, the, yes, yes, the executor of leads, as it were. Now, Mr. Kilbasa, week 11, I want to ask you a few questions, but you closed with it, and I want to segue, segue, segue right to it. As a commissioner, people are either going to flop or not flop. If you are in a league where people are not paying attention, again, find Michigan on the beach, find John and Kibasa Rocks, we'll set you up, we'll have a mega league for 2022. So so as a commissioner, no no allowing trades where someone's tanking and another team's winning a championship. I had an instance just today where uh, a team that is in last place but knows how to finish and be a spoiler, Team Hex, by the way, traded me Darren Waller for a running back. At the time, it was James Robinson. James Robinson is on the injury report today, and we'll see about if this trade is actually going to go through. However, the commissioners of this league uh, are looking to win their own championships and not necessarily interested in the best interest of everybody. So they hand they haul, they give me 10,000 words in a text, which of course we all know is impossible to read. And uh, I wrote something in very, you know, just a few words. And then I posted a trade value chart, which is what every commissioner should look at. And then I simply said, do what a commissioner does. You approve or you veto. And uh, moments later, the trade is done, Mr. Kilbasa. And that done for the good or done for the bad? Done. Just the trade was executed, and the buttons were pressed. And as a commissioner, I can appreciate um, thinking about the variations here and double checking. Perhaps you know, dude, you're not tanking, are you? And blah blah blah. Two um, Domino Meat Lovers pizzas just got here. I gotta make this trade. And, you know, then the bribes just have to keep working their way around. However, you got to be on point for that. As a commissioner, as a player, you as, as the team uh, I traded with, they're looking to finish. And me, I'm in a good spot, Mr. Kibasa, on both my fantasy football teams. I have uh, would love to tell you about it, but I got to ask you a question. Sure. Mr. Kibasa, yeah. how... Are your fantasy football teams doing coming out of week 10? How did you do last week? How are you looking forward to the rest of the season? What's going on? Uh, well, I'm hanging on by a thread in our league, Mishy. I just took it in the pants from Patrick Mahomes. It didn't feel good. I mean, he scored 46 fantasy points in our league while Aaron Rodgers scored nine. Ain't going to happen that way. And if you throw in... Me not getting much. I had consistent production from like three other dudes, but it just wasn't enough. And Terry no, McLaurin went uh, out early, so that didn't help 45 either. Points from, 45 points from a quarterback, as you stated earlier, and um, it's not obvious. It's devastating. Game over. Yeah. But that's, you have multiple leagues. You're running another league. And Meanwhile, I'm getting lucky as fuck in the other league because I won 61-58 to 58 with also with... 
with Aaron Rodgers. Going up against Dak Prescott, who scored 29 points, but it was a great Monday night win because the Rams' D fell on their face, and what was a loss turned into a win because they gave up so many points to the San Francisco 49ers. So I won 61-58. I'm 8-2. and two. All alone in first place. I've never been all alone in first place in any league this late. So it's okay. But meanwhile, I'm in your league. There is two. There's you and another dude are running away with it. Meanwhile, the two championship slots are. I'm with. I'm within one at four and six or four and seven. I'm within one game of actually the fourth spot. So I'm not out of it yet, even though it feels like I should be out of it. I would assume, Mr. Cabal said that 500 after 10 games is fairly representative of most of the leagues playing fantasy football. And there are a couple options. And last week we brought up, you know, hey, pick up the Tennessee defense and don't pick up the Carolina defense. And I did. Um, and you did. It got you 10 points. But there were two, two, two free agent defenses that finished in the top three with 19 plus points. And who were those? That's how we. That's uh, probably. I can look for you if you want. Oh me no, to that's all right. Minute. I thought you knew. That's okay. <laughs> I, I do. I, I have it off the top of my head. It's just. Um, I was thinking more to. These are the things you do to find those extra five points. Yeah. Um, these are the things. Dallas Cowboys had twenty-one fantasy football points last week. They were cut in our league. They were number two. Dolphins that uh, people finally picked up on who were playing the Jets this week had 22 points coming off a 25-point performance. If you picked up the Dolphins' D looking forward like you would, you probably won a fantasy football game. And the San Francisco 49ers, who are a free agent in our league, had 18 fantasy points. So last week, all three of the top-scoring defenses were free agents. And this is streaming concepts, people. You've heard it. If you're losing close games in that mud game that you had, Mr. Kilbasa, I'll put another nickel down that uh, they played probably – they had the, one of the worst defenses going. Perhaps they had New Orleans. Perhaps they had um, the Chargers um, or, or the Browns. People went all, all over the Browns. Four fantasy points last week. Um, another ways to win the game. And uh, kickers are the same thing, Mr. Kilbasa. Mm. I got uh, I got a I got a high profile kicker on the Chiefs. He had a good game last week, but was he in the top three? Not even close. Of the top three, how many were free agents? Two. And I'm looking at me winning ball games and knowing that it, it's not supposed to be easy. So I'm I'm trying to maximize another ten points, Mr. Kibasa. I'm looking if I'm playing fantasy football, do as Michi recommends, please. Look at the kickers. Look at the defense. You don't need the wide receiver who's never going to see your lineup. You need to start collecting some of these defenses while you still can. And I'm a big fan of putting multiple defenses on my fantasy football roster, America. Don't think twice. It's all right. People are starting to imitate because it's the right way to do it. I, um, For instance, I got 10 points out of – no, I got 17 points out of – a. Patriot defense, and I also had a Colt defense that had 12 points. Um, I played, you know, I flip-flopped. I, I lost five points. It didn't matter. I had the luckiest fantasy football game in the world last week 
garbage time points. But I'm tell you what, people, Mr. Cabasa winning in the mud. It's hard to win a championship playing in the mud, Mr. Cabasa. Very luck. hard. Luck is the residue of design, Michi. Yeah, and so is streaming defenses and kickers. Hey, oh, what are we doing, Mr. Kilbasa? What's <laughs> happening? Let me go. You need uh, some Cleveland Brown rehab, Mr. Kilbasa? Yeah, um, I need some Cleveland Brown rehab, and I also just realized that I need some wide receiver triage in one of my leagues because Jerry Judy is not only did he not have much of a game last week, but he's on a bye. <clears throat> Denver's on a bye this week. so And Terry McLaurin might be he's, – uh, he's limited in practice. So that leaves me with just Christian Kirk. And I've got Chuba Howard and Tony Pollard just sitting there taking up space and Zach Ertz, who I hate to get rid of even though I don't have a flex, but I have Kyle Pitts. And Julio Jones is on the IR, so I really don't, you know, he can sit there because I got one injured spot. So, Michi, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to have my crayons out listening for some um, deep cut picks on the wide receiver waiver wire this week from you, Big Daddy. Mr. Kilbasa, I'm here for you. America, I'm here for you. If you were in the same boat as Johnny Kilbasa, I got you. <clears throat> I got you. You you need you, you need now, a wide receiver I can, off the. I can, I can tell you now, but we would say spoilers. You know, no no spoilers or spoiler alert. I'm not sure if I have a buzzer or anything that can spin around with flashy red lights, but I'd be spinning that. Say, don't say it, Mish. It'd be a spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. That's what we do. So these these are the things that are going to unfold here in week eleven. As we go into fantasy football ferocity only on the Sausage Hut Sports Network. Yay. And as we do it every week, Mishy, once we get done with all the niceties and the hi, hello, how you doing, we're just going to go lightning round through this week's slog of games in the NFL. So are you stretched out? Are your hammies stretched? Are your quads stretched? Are your ankles taped up? Do you have your extra padding underneath your shoulder pads? Is your face mask on straight? These are the things we need to know. Okay, well, without further ado... So let's kick it off on the Thursday nighter. One week away from a Thanksgiving triple header, I'm assuming. But sure. this week we've got a single header. And that's going to be New England riding high after kicking the crap out of America's team, the Cleveland Browns. They're heading down to a sore, sore, pulsating 80 team that uh, is coming off a terrible performance themselves. Matt Ryan usually does good after getting his ass kicked. Mac Jones usually doesn't. So let's see what we're going to talk about. Patriots, Falcons, Thursday night, Michi. And as always, we're going to talk about this one for three minutes starting now. Your uh, Atlanta Falcons were just really, really bad last week. Zero points for Matt Ryan 
Uh, Joe Flacco got seven points last week, America. Write that name down in crayon. Joe Flacco. Joe who? Outscored the quarterback. Joe Flacco. Joe who? New York Football Jets. Joe Flacco of the New York Football Jets. Concern for the Falcons is Cordell Patterson coming back. He has a uh, he has particulars of an injury. It's Wayne Gallman time. Thursday night football, America. Isn't he Wayne the GM? Wayne Gallman of the San Diego Chargers. No, the San Diego Padres. Um, that's his dad. Oh. And Wayne, Wayne Gallman Sr. Wayne Gallman Jr. is the running back to pick up for the Falcons if you just need volume or you have some problems. There's no trusted wide receiver. With Cordell Patterson out, you would think Russell Gage would get more than the zero points that a zero-point producer Matt Ryan could give him, but he can't. Kyle Pitts is the only guy on the team you got you're going to start. In a pinch, America, Wayne Gallman will see enough of the ball to be fantasy value, uh, viable. They're giving, the Patriots are giving six and a half points, Mr. Cabasa, over under a 47. I'm here to tell you this is an under game and a boring Thursday night sort of affair. Mac Jones lit the world up last year, last week. If you got him on your team, you had him on the bench. No problem. Guy named Stevenson, two touchdowns, 100 yards, great game. The starting running back is coming back this week. It's now the Patriots with a three-headed backfield. Um, Jacoby Myers had another nice game. The idea that the Patriots' defense is what is the one to own is the thing. And I have them in both leagues. This game is an under to me. I see I see a two or three touchdowns coming total. Mr. Pitts with a touchdown maker. Thank Mr. You. Gallman is a touchdown maker. The Patriots kicking four field goals. And as a consequence, this game is going to be definitely be an under game. I'm liking the Falcons with six and a half points. Tease it to 14 if you want to. The Patriots need this game. They are in the last place of the playoff standings, the number six seed. They must win. I think the Falcons come home and give the Patriots a run for their money in an under game. Not a lot of fantasy love. Not a lot of fantasy love. Is my three minutes up? Can I bang a gong? Can you get me out (laughs) of Atlanta? Mishy knows exactly where that three-minute buzzer is at all times. Not saying much for the Thursday night, or we've been lucky for the most part on Thursday nights. Sometimes teams just play a little better when all the money is on the line and all the eyes are on them. But, hey, we'll see enough of that. And let's go to the Sunday Nighters. Let's go to Buffalo, also coming off a huge 40-point-plus game, hosting Jonathan Taylor Thomas and the rest of the cast of home improvement indiana coming at you mishy i like an upset here but i'm sure you might have something different to say about that colts bills three minutes starting now all right america two top tier defenses and the buffalo bills were so potent last week it wasn't funny the over under is 50 in this game and off the top of my head, I'm taking the over. I'm looking for fireworks. I'm looking for fantasy love on both sides. I'm looking for kickers to score points in this game. I'm looking for both tight ends, Mo Ali Cox and the guy from Buffalo, to get into the end zone as a touchdown maker. 
I like Mr. Pittman as a touchdown maker in this game. I like Stephon Diggs playing some nice, nice football. And the young man named Davis came, uh, you know, I spoke about him in week one, came out of the woods because uh, Mr. Beasley is banged up. And you got Jared Allen, you're going to start him. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. You got Carson Wentz. Joe Flacco is going to score more points than Carson Wentz. Oh, what? And that's exactly it. The Colts are getting seven and a half points. Um, I think this is a field goal game. I think this is an over game. I don't trust any of the Buffalo running backs, although three of them scored touchdowns last week. I think both these defenses are really very good. And if there's going to be a defensive touchdown in this game, Mr. Cabasa, yeah. which of these two teams is going to which of these two teams is going to have a defensive touchdown? Indianapolis Colts on their way to an upset. America, you heard it here first. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, of course, is a must start. And after that, look for a great football game. The weather should be good in Buffalo, and shuffle me out of Buffalo. And where are we going next, Mr. Look Kibasa? at you, man. He's quick on the draw, but you know that's how it goes. And if you want to be quick on the draw, I'll meet you at high noon at the Dude Ranch where all the big things go down. <laughs> Speaking of where which. Where's that, Mr. Kibasa? The Dude Ranch is right down the dusty lane over the mountain around the corner and right in the middle of the valley, Michigan. Speaking of the valley, the Midway. They like to host the Baltimore, don't call them the Colts, the Baltimore Ravens are going down, they're getting on. I don't even know how you get from Baltimore to Chicago without going way up or way over, so I don't even care, but the Baltimore Ravens, who are still, despite everyone's best efforts, sitting on top of the AFC North. Meanwhile, those pesky Chicago Bears aren't quite out of it yet, but they aren't quite in it yet either, Michi. I like an upset here, too, and I think that's just wishful thinking. But, hey, let's talk Ravens-Bears for three minutes, Michi. America, if you watched uh, the homecoming of Lamar Jackson in Miami last week, you were disappointed. He was awful. America... Joe Flacco played better than Lamar Jackson did last week. <laughs> and they got crushed. And Miami's going to play the Jets. We'll get to that a little bit later. Um, I like Baltimore to rebound. I think this is going to be a nice game. I think there's going to be an entertaining football game. And fantasy football points are here. As such, it's an over game. If I press this button, Mr. Kielbasa. Press away. We see. I'm pressing button. The over-under is 45. This is an over game. For the Ravens, Lamar Jackson will be the number three fantasy football quarterback. Or in the top three. And no, Joe Flacco will not outpoint Lamar Jackson. There's going to be. The first touchdowns are going to come. And they're going to come in a fury for a young man named Bateman. I've been talking about him as a rookie wide Jason receiver. Bateman. Yeah, his turn is coming. And uh, the other guy, Hollywood Brown, has a bit of an injury. He had a case of the drops again last week. And it, co- it cost uh, Baltimore deeply. 
I think that uh, I think that Andrews is a must start. I don't trust any of the three running backs. Although, as you know, Le'Veon Bell got cut this week, so you never know. What's I did not happen. know that. Oh, really? Oh, too. Where's he? Is he? Where's he heading next? Back to Pittsburgh, finally. Uh, you know, the Yinzers could use him, but I don't think anyone's going to touch him. I think he's going to just retire with a, um, his career as it was, and he's not going to be a Hall of Famer. Man, were the For Steelers the right about him? We hardly knew you. For the, well, you see the running back uh, scenarios play out in his instance. Anyway, the, for the Bears, Justin Fields had a nice game last week. Uh, this week, Joe Flacco will outpoint Justin Fields. David Montgomery is the player, finally healthy, who is going to drive my team to a victory, one of my teams to a victory this week, because he's a touchdown maker. The rust is off. Rust never and, sleeps, uh, dude. Well, neither does Mud. And for the for the wide receiver group, there's some problems with injuries. I've seen Allen, $17 million Robinson, get cut. I've seen Mr. Mooney have a couple touchdowns, and, and the turn is changing. I'm going to call him K-Met, the tight end. If you have an issue with tight end, the Bears uh, tight end is the way to go. I see the Ravens uh, winning this game. I see an over. They put a line up here, Mr. Cabasa, of four and a half points. For a dollar, I would tease that to 10 and take the Bears. For another dollar, if I'm cool, let's make it 50 cents. Give me the Bears in the four and a half. Take the over and look for a lot of fantasy fun. Get me out of Chicago before I eat, eat too much. Please. Oh, I love that Italian beef and the deep dish pizza, but we can't stay long because we got to go to the most dangerous city on earth for the most dangerous game of the week because there's nothing more dangerous than a winless team especially when they got a fucking tie that's gonna throw everything off thanks for the tie Pittsburgh Cleveland and Pittsburgh tied a few years ago in week one now Pittsburgh's got a tie which makes us all have to do an extra little bit of math and it's probably going to be just enough for them to beat out Browns for the fucking playoff spot. God damn it, Baker. God damn it, Chubb. Everybody get their shit together, and let's play some football. Just when you think Baker Mayfield's too hurt to play, he's going to go ahead and play. Dude, he's doing anything he can for that big big contract, and he's going to sign that big contract and probably never play another game because he's not going to be able to walk. But, hey, it's the not-for-long league. Not... <laughs> it's been not for Stay long right. league for a reason, Michi. Steak Sandwich City going south and turning left and coming across I-90 to Cleveland, Michi. Browns, Lions. Let's talk about it for three minutes. Oh, shit. I'll tell you what. Uh, the weather should be nice. Um, cloudy, 45 degrees. Perfect, right? And the Detroit Lions got their time. And I'm curious how that works at the sports book. I assume that if you listened to me and told them to put a dollar that Detroit would go 0-17, I would assume you're a loser. I apologize to everyone. Jared Goff in this game has an oblique injury, may or may not play. Who's David his backup? Blau. David Blau, B-L-O-U-G-H. Thank you very much. DeAndre Swift Blau me. Hey, Detroit, DeAndre blau me. You know, DeAndre Swift was a beast last week. The only fantasy guy worthwhile. 
TJ Hawkinson, we bring your name up. Zero fantasy points last week, Mr. Kielbasa. The Cleveland Browns defense is good enough to say to Detroit, you're not even scoring 17 points here. This is, I'll look to see what the over-under is, but there's not big points going. Dearness Johnson for the Cleveland Browns was a one-man wrecking crew. The only fantasy uh, problem with him is he didn't find the end zone. Cleveland was really bad. Baker is supposed to play. Mr. Landry is supposed to play. Austin Hooper, if I'm not mistaken, was a touchdown maker. Driving the boat for a pitiful Browns team. The The update we all want is what is Nick Chubb's COVID status, Mr. Kielbasa? I believe he's playing. I think he's going to test out and he's going to play. Okay. We are nothing if, without uh, him. If, well, you see nothing without him and uh, unhealthy Baker Mayfield. I would start Mr. Chubb if he's available. In the previous games when Johnson and Chubb played, Johnson got no love. In this game, I'm saying both tight ends are, are worth starting. The Detroit defense is pretty nice. The Cleveland's defense is is nicer. I would say the Browns are five or six sacks in this game. If Baker's banged up, Detroit's getting three or four, which makes Case Keenum a real possibility. And I would take the Browns to win because it is Detroit on the road. And I would really, if I'm in that part of the world and that part of Ohio, you know, Mr. Kielbasa, you lay in 11 and a half points. I would take the points if I'm the Lions. The over-under of 43, I'm taking the under. If there are 15 passes in this game, that might be a lot. This game will be over. This game will be over so quickly in terms of time that you won't even watch the next uh, 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 fast food commercial. And now please please get me out of Ohio and take me someplace warm. Get me out of Ohio because it's ugly and cold. And, oh, yeah, they uh, it's the battle of the, the Lake Erie Barge. They made a trophy for that game a while ago. It's usually a preseason game. <laughs> the Lake Erie Barge. Something like that. Yeah, it's the Battle of Lake Erie, everybody, where they throw barges in the water and ship a bunch of small crap from one shitty town to another. (laughs) Now, are you telling me the fastest way from Detroit, Michigan to Cleveland is over water? If you had a fast boat, yeah. That's fantastic. It's the most direct way. Where I am now, that's the quickest way to get to Tampa. And it's about a 10-minute flight. And by the time they put you on a puddle jumper, and by the time you get there, you're, you know, by the time you get up up in the air, it's time to come back down. Speaking of shitty cities, uh-oh. <laughs> Nash Vegas. I mean, say what you will about Nash Vegas and say what you want about H-Town. This could be the squash match of the week, Mishy. The Texans, whatever's left of them, is heading on up to Nash Vegas. For the Titans, Texans, Titans, the new Oilers versus the old Oilers, and neither one of them Correct. are Oilers. <laughs> Somebody get out your goddamn Earl Campbell jerseys and let's talk about this for three minutes. The tearaway kind, of course. America, look it up. 
please look up Laurel Campbell. Look up the tearaway jerseys. Mr. Kibasa, true confession time from uh, America's Commissioner. Sure. I was, we, we spoke for like 45 seconds before this began. And I was, on my pages in my writing, I have references just as you made to the Oilers, Nashville, to the Texans, to the Titans. And I have uh, my thought and the picture in my mind that I started doodling with Earl Camp with a tearaway jersey. And that was my doodle. I should put it on Facebook, but find it on the beach. Okay? Thank you. That's my true confession. I dreamed Mr. of having tearaway jerseys when I was a kid. Like, oh, man, I want a tearaway jersey so it just falls off. And how many jerseys did they – I wonder how many jerseys Earl Campbell went through in a tearaway jersey game. I mean, they were tear, those things were tearing off all the time. It was hilarious. Okay. Are you uh, are you ready to get your crayons out, America? Were you <laughs> okay? Crickets on that one. M- Mishy's not. When Mishy's in uh, three minute mode, he doesn't have much time to talk about anything else. Mishy, sorry, buck for, buck forty five and counting. Mishy, let's go. Are you ready with your crayons and your free agent wide receiver pickup oh. of the week? Yeah, hold of on. The Let me get month this. Let me of get the my year. Light blue crayon out. Yeah. There is a player on the Tennessee Titans called Marcus Johnson. Marcus? Is that M-I-M-A-R-Q-I-S-O-N? Okay, Marquis. Mr. Without a healthy A.J. Brown, without real contributions from the tight end, without Julio down in the schoolyard being available, without... Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill has to throw the ball to somebody. And Marcus Johnson catches everything. 10 fantasy points on 100 yards last week. It's only the beginning. This kid, and I believe he's a rookie, this kid is going to carry you with 17-plus fantasy points this week. Just just Marcus Johnson. Thank you very much. There you go. He's got a he's got an up arrow next to his name. They must have known Michigan was talking about him. The ten, the Titans are giving ten points in this game. And their defense, the Tennessee defense is nice. Um, are we trusting anyone aside from Mr. Cooks, the wide receiver for the Houston Texans? No. Why? Because Joe Flacco is going to outpoint the quarterback for Houston. The Titans, if you got Ryan Tannehill, I said this last week, he got you 20 fantasy points. I was disappointed because this week he's going to get you 30 and be a top three fantasy quarterback. Let that let that beep go ahead and beep. This is a three-minute thing. Beep away. Find Mr. Johnston. Don't trust the running backs. You got A.B. Brown. You got to play him. You just got to. And I don't have any insight into his injury report, but he's got to play. Maybe like last week, more of a decoy than anything. But Tannehill has got to carry the Titans, and he will, because there's no way that the Houston team is playing for anything except pride. Tyrod Taylor's not startable. Brandon Cooks is the only guy startable. Um, Kwame Fairbairn might be the free agent kicker to pick up for the sake of getting 10 fantasy points. The odds makers tell me what? The odds makers say it's 10 points. I'll tell you what. Give the 10 points. The over-under of 45, I can't see it, so I'm not going to say a word. Tennessee handles their business. They stay in first place. 
Houston is going to be a shade better than Detroit this week. And now, please, get me out of Tennessee. I love Nashville, but get me out. Marcus Johnson, everybody. There's your deep cut pick making you look like a genius this week. That's how we do it because Michigan's the number one guy in America. And after we leave Nash Vegas with whatever's left, we're going to head ooh to Minnesota for a bitter, bitter rivalry and a lot of unanswered questions right here as Aaron Rodgers with a fucked up toe and a fucked up head because he had a shitty game fantasy wise last week Michigan Packers Vikings you can always throw the records out the window for this one especially when it's at Minnesota three minutes I could be cruising down Washington Avenue in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Stop by a family member's apartment, take a football from his sixth-floor apartment, and pretty much reach the stadium in Minneapolis. And on this day, I'll probably see as many Packer fans as I see Viking fans when I see the uniforms coming and going. And I hope there's some Bard Stars and... I certainly hope there's some Fran Tarkingtons. I'm looking forward to seeing a couple throwbacks here. This could be very well a throwback game. The, As you stated and, and everyone saw, the Packers had a hard time. They shut somebody out last week, but they had a hard time. The Minnesota Vikings win games that don't matter. And this is setting up to be one of those games. The Packers are getting two and a half points or giving two and a half points to the Vikings. And I would take the Vikings to win this game. The points are one thing, but I'm taking the Vikings to win this game. How? Wide receiver Justin Jefferson. I'm not even going to get into the exploits. You got him. You got to start him. Adam Thielen, where have you gone, Adam Thielen? Uh. You picked up Con- if you picked up Conklin, like we said last week, he scored you a touchdown, had a really good game. But I got I gotta I gotta double check his injury report right now. No. No, he only had eleven yards, but he scored you a touchdown and, and basically in fantasy football that's what you want. Um in this week he's gonna do it again. Those of you tight end needy. The Vikings have Dalvin Cook playing like a pro bowler um over the past week. The story again. of his uh over over the past week, the story of his uh, um, exploits have not made the paper. So I picked up Alexander Madison as a backup, as a precaution. I see Delvin Cook is obviously a must start. That was, wasn't that the ninth president of the United States? Delvin Cook? No, Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison, he could have been before that. I, yeah, as a matter of fact, I know he was before that. He could have been third, could have been fourth. One, two, three, wasn't the first three, probably fourth. And I picked him up because I think Delvin Cook is going to have an injury. I think he's got some problems at home, and it's going to catch up to him. Fantasy football notation, pick up Madison as a backup just because it's Delvin Cook. Three games good, two games injured, three games good, two games injured. Even with that said, I like the Vikings' defense to continue to stymie and to play some nice football. And the Packers, with Aaron Rodgers coming back, America, 
Joe Flacco is going to outpoint Who? Aaron Rodgers this week. And Joe Flacco is going to outpoint Aaron Rodgers this week. And he will probably outpoint both quarterbacks in this game. Um, you know, um, A.J. Dillon is now the, the running back in, in Green Bay. The starter is out. He's hurt. He'll be out for weeks. A.J. Dillon is a must-start. Devontae Williams is – Devontae Adams, excuse me, is banged up. Pay attention to it. Virtually every wide receiver is banged up for the Green Bay Packers. Their defense is good. The, the offense is banged up. Aaron Rodgers is a funny, funny guy. And I think the Packers are going to lose this game, and I think it's going to be an under game. And the fantasy love is uh, with Mr. Jefferson. The fantasy love is with Mr. Dillon. And Joe Flacco will outpoint both quarterbacks. What do you say about that, Mr. Cavassa? Uh I, I think you, uh, you well, you better put some money on this or put something on this. What are you going to put on this? <sighs> Mishy says Joe Flacco outpoints Aaron Rodgers for what? What are you putting on the line, Big Daddy? Oh, Big Daddy, uh, this one's for two hundred and fifty dollars in a Visa travel card. Cash money. <laughs> or you want an Apple Pay? It's up to you. It doesn't matter. Visa gift card. America, you find me on the beach. I'll make uh, I'll make wagers on Joe Flacco outpointing people all week long in week eleven. He's been waiting <sighs> on Joe Flacco to get back under center because that's <laughs> where hope lies in New Jersey. <laughs> it's right. disgusting. Where are we going next, Mr. Kibasa? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're getting out of there. And we are going back to the swamps. Wait, did we just talk about... Okay, now we're leaving the swamps of Jersey and heading down to Michi's second favorite city in America, Philadelphia, where the Eagles are hosting the Saints, Michi. Oh, those Eagles. Oh, those Saints. What are we doing with both of these teams, Michi? Nobody cares when they play each other, so what do you say? Let's talk about it for three minutes. See how many people get arrested versus how many penalties. That would be the thing I'm looking for. The Philadelphia Eagles have a nice defense. The Saints also have a nice defense. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking for a slugfest, and the weather should be pretty much crappy in Philadelphia. You know, 37 to 42 degrees and cloudy. The Saints quarterback had a good game last week, Trevor Simeon. Um, I think that we find out if Alvin Kamara plays or not. If not, Mark Ingram, you heard me last week talk about it. I'm telling you again, Mark Ingram is a starter. I have him in a PPR fancy map league, 20 fantasy points last week. Can't beat it with a bat. In standard scoring, I believe he had 12. The Eagles, you never know what the Eagles going to do. You drafted, I say this all the time, Mr. Kabasa, you drafted Jalen Hurt, paying off for you greatly. Um, the running backs, you toss it, toss one, toss the other. The rookie wide receiver with two touchdowns last week was picked up if he hadn't all been hadn't been already was picked up because the kid the kid's kind of smooth. And I'm starting the quarterback. I'm starting the, the rookie wide receiver from Philadelphia. I think both defenses will come to play, but I wouldn't recommend starting either of them. Um, if Mr. Ingram starts, he's a must start. I'm not trusting anything and 
anyone else. The over-under is 43, and that's very low for me. I um, just that's that's very low. I might tease that up three, four points to make myself feel better. And, and Mishy, just for those people under. who don't know, you've been talking about teasing it up a couple times today. What does that mean? It means um, there's a button you press on your telephone or in the sports book, and there's a set limit. You can say, I want to get four points or I want to give four points. Sometimes it's six points. Depends where you go. In Biloxi, it's six points. Online in New Jersey, it could be three to three and a half. So you say to yourself, I really like the under here, but that 43 and a half is just, uh, that's too much of an under. So you tease it up to say 47 and a half points. Your odds change, but you, what, you, what, are your, what you're interested in, just like fantasy football, is winning. And sometimes you make those subtle adjustments, Mr. Cabasa. You heard it from the man himself, Mishy. Sorry to interrupt you there. Anything do you else have a thing? point? Do you have a point of view on this Saints uh, Eagles game? Can we? Is I, there I, any cheesesteaks we can get, or are we just avoiding the scene altogether? Uh, let's avoid the scene altogether and move on down the road because we don't right. need to stay in Philadelphia one minute longer than we should. That's right. You know Appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> Appreciate that. So let's go did back. Did we talk about? Did we talk about Miami uh, Dolphins at the Jets, Mister? Oh wait, I, oh, with all Joe Flacco talk? oh, I thought we did. I thought that's what all the Joe Flacco was talking about. My bad. We, so we skipped it. I thought, I thought I was crazy there for a second. I thought I was just checked out. Okay, we'll go back up to the swamps of Jersey, uh, where Joe yeah. Flacco is going to be starting for the New York Softball Jets, and they're inviting. Their grandma's favorite team because she's been living in Fort Lauderdale for the last 30 years, Mishy. The Dolphins in this AFC East battle of the basement. They've been going back and forth. New York 2-7, and seven, Miami 3-7. and seven. Who wants to lose more, Mishy? Let's talk about it for three minutes. Your New York Jersey football jeans. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Miami Dolphins defense, as we spoke of earlier, is over the last two weeks the best defense in fantasy football. 25 points and 22 points, respectively. The Jets gave up, ooh, I don't know, too many points last week. I'm going to press a button right here to find out. Oh, they let up 40, they let 40, they let up 45 points last week. And, uh, a garb And a garbage time game where through bye weeks, I start in injuries. I had to start Mr. Carter and Mr. Moore for the Jets. Each of those two fellows with Joe Flacco in the game put up a combined thir- 13 and 10, 23 fantasy points in garbage time with Joe Flacco. And I won my fantasy game in most glorious fashion on my end and horrific on the other end. Can I call for a J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets? Joe Flacco blowout. Wow. Miami Dolphins in this game. Can I call for Joe Flacco to be a top five fantasy quarterback in this game? Can I call for both Mr. Davis and Mr. Moore to catch touchdown passes? Elijah Moore is the play here, America. Can I call for Mr. Carter to not – just get a rushing touchdown 
But to get a passing touchdown and the Jets score 35-plus points in this game, at the same time, they give up 28 to 31 points against the Miami Dolphins in an old-fashioned, what-does-defense-mean-anymore battle for the basement in the AFC East. It's going to be I'm starting Dan Marino to, uh, versus Richard Todd. I'm starting to... Uh, I'm starting Gesicki. I'm starting Jalen Waddle to be a touchdown maker, if not a multiple touchdown maker. And uh, this may sound odd, but Miles Gaskin is not my first choice. But in a high-scoring game, I got him. I'm starting him. There's going to be so many points in this game and so many fantasy players deciding in terms of victory what could happen. And if you need a wide receiver – Go see what the Jets have on the waiver wire. If you need a uh, defense and you picked up Miami based on what happened over the last two weeks, it's classically called reaching for points, and it's going to backfire this week. Give me the Jets. Give me the over and say happy day, happy, happy day. So you're saying this is going to be a nice – Okay, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. You're saying this is going to be a fun game to watch. Dan Marino. Ken O'Brien versus Dan Marino kind of game. Ken O'Brien, not not Richard Todd. Richard Todd was too far back. Gotcha. Okay, Mishy, I can't uh, can't just leave this unchecked. We've got a couple wagers to make here. Um, Please. uh, You are taking the Jets to beat the Dolphins, and I'm going to take the Dolphins to beat the Jets. You know, your your favorite breakfast place over that way for breakfast at there. Oh, we're going to the TikTok Diner right off of Route 3. Yes. You're going to be we're buying. We're going to the TikTok Diner, and uh, you, the loser of this game has to buy for the whole restaurant. Sounds good. Okay. And now you're also saying that Joe Flacco is going to be a top five fantasy quarterback this week. And Joe gonna... Flacco, 27-plus fantasy points this week. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go against that. And ah. that's going to be uh, what, what do we need? Uh, you know what I need? I need the best. We, we're gonna have to stop and get a dozen pies from your, the pie place you like to go to, and we're just gonna give them away to people on the street, and you're gonna pay for them. Wow, wow! I think I think we can go get some uh, Thanksgiving pies across the metropolitan New York area, and as nice as it, as it is to give them away, we could donate them to a shelter if you wish. But I recommend we're taking five or ten home with us for Thanksgiving. Just put them in the refrigerator for a we'll, couple days. We'll just have to get we'll just have to get seventeen pies instead of twelve. Five hundred dollars in pies. There you go. In Whole lot of pies. pies. Now I will Whole eat a lot of pies. Well, I will be eating a humble pie for sure if Joe Flacco is a top five fantasy quarterback. And I and in secretly I want him to be a top five fantasy quarterback because secretly I want the Jets to do well. Because I I like when when Mishy's happy. But you know what? We'll leave that to Sunday. 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 Because we got at the Meadowlands, where they always sell out Jets games, right? Well, if if you if you count uh, the thirty thousand empty seats and the twenty thousand of the other team, sure. (laughs) Enough of that. Let's go on down to Carolina, where it's a new day. Because the man is back in town, and I hear he's taking reps with 
the starting lineup all week. Meanwhile, Washington is just about done for the year. Terry McLaurin, their last final hope, is hurting him. He's hurting even though he's great. Michi, Washington team football. And, oh, yeah, what about McCaffrey? Is he hurt again? Give me a freaking break. Panthers, team football, Michi, three minutes. This is uh, this should be a regional game, and if in the future there's realignment, there's no reason why Carolina and Washington shouldn't be playing twice. You could drive to either stadium from from anywhere on the East Coast. 95, it's a quick trip. Taylor Heineke had a nice game, won a football game. That last fucking year. guy. I'm, I just don't. You know, say what you want about Taylor Heineke. I just don't like saying his name. I mean, if you're a Heineke, why did Mrs. Heineke? Decide to name her kid Taylor. I mean, with a name like... I mean, you're already going to make fun of the kid because his name's Heineke. And you're going to name the kid Taylor, too, uh, to make fun? You got two names. What's his middle name? Milton? Tyler Milton Heineke? Sorry, man. I know I know you had nothing to do with your name, but Taylor Heineke I, uh, just makes me want to headbutt like him in the him. nose. I, li- I like him as a football player. I know you do. Antonio- You've been talking about him all fucking year, Mish. Antonio Gibson's got a uh, another questionable. You got him. You got to start him. He sees the rock. I don't know McLaurin's latest, but I know he hasn't been a touchdown maker of late. I'd start him this week because I'm looking for the Washington team football, the WTFs, to play a game where they can get back to 500, which is what is left for them to do. I'm looking for a point spread here. Carolina is giving three points. Let me ask you a question because I'm not aside from the running back and the wide receiver for Washington, you made a comment about Christian McCaffrey. Now he went back in the blue tent in a blowout game. He came out, didn't have to play, but he has no injury designation. Designation. uh, I'm very happy about that. People want to rush out for uh, Chuba Hubbard. You're making a mistake. McCaffrey is the man. Um, oh my goodness, what a what a great fantasy football player. The idea that Cam Newton is now going to take over, does that make him a starter in your mind, Mr. Cabasa, in fantasy football week 11? Not, well, not this week. It, it just depends on the, – the only way it would do it if you're screwed by a bye and there's nothing left because you have two quarterbacks. All right, so Cam is not really the option. Um, the wide receivers are all Michigash over there. They they have they don't know what they're doing. There's not a lot of trust, in my opinion, um, on their wide receiver front. I'm starting to running back for Carolina. I'm starting to running back from Washington. The weather is probably going to be just perfect. And uh, I'll tell you what, just do what we do and do something else. Well, what about because- Chuba? Now, what about him, man? Because you just you just know that that McCaffrey's going to get hurt again, and Chuba, he, you know, he hasn't done shit the last couple weeks, uh, and really hasn't done it all. Last the, week. Okay, I, I know, but he had twenty seven yards and a touchdown, so eight points isn't really all that much. No, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't do anything with that. Do you um, get rid of him at man, this point, or you hang on to him and hope? Like I'm hanging on to Tony Pollard. I'm hanging on to Tony Pollard and Chuba Howard. I mean, what am I doing? Much with myself? like much like Mr. Madison in Minnesota. If you have a roster space and you can take care of that, go ahead, hold them for another week. But McCaffrey is the must play. As far as the game goes, I think uh, both defenses are really nice. The over-under of 43, 
Christian McCaffrey's on the field, I'm taking the over in that game. That's very simple. So we are talking about a uh, kicker on either team that can push you because there will be a 10 point, 10 points scored by one or both of these we kickers. And we spoke about that earlier, how to get over the hump. Look at this kind of game for it. And it will barely make the over. And, and, and please, please, the weather's nice. Let's get some barbecue and go somewhere else. Mr. Cabasa. Let's go. Get me out of Carolina. Northwestern Florida. Why not? Urban is first and final year in the NFL before he heads on out to USC. He's going to take on the red hot San Francisco 49ers. 49ers restructuring the NFC West as they're just going to try to crawl back into this. They got a long way to go, but they had a big victory over the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looks like a squash match to me. Two teams heading in opposite directions. Or am I wrong, Mitchie? Let's talk Niners, Jaguars for three minutes. Three minutes. I'm going to press a button and go for three minutes. How about... No, I don't want to talk about that. 49ers have played some better football. Um, Elijah Mitchell, if you picked him up weeks ago, as we suggested, had a pin put in one of his fingers, I believe his middle finger of his right hand. Ouch. He's questionable. He's questionable. It's something to look look at. He's not going to be flying a flock of birds anywhere anytime soon. Well, from what I understand, it's something to double check. The the name on the list, um, the free agent hot name, at least in terms of looking forward, for the 49ers is Jeff Wilson. And I've been talking about him for a couple weeks. Oh, Jeffy. Um, if, if Mitchell keeps his job and keeps his health, Jeff Wilson won't be relevant. But moving forward, Jeff Wilson will be relevant in some way, some shape or form. Jimmy Garoppolo scored 20-some on fantasy points. Joe Flacco is outscoring Jimmy Garoppolo. You must start Debo, you must start Kittle. And that's pretty simple. For Jacksonville, they have, they have, they have a team that needs to play better football, and it might not happen in this game. Trevor Lawrence is an emergency stopgap starter. If you got to buy, um, Joe Flacco is going to outscore Trevor Lawrence. James Robinson is the only name to trust, and he's questionable. He showed up today on an injury report that may validate a trade I made, including James Robinson. And Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold, Dan Arnold. I've been telling you about Roseanne. God damn it, Roseanne. That's it. I've been telling you about Dan Arnold. This week he finds the end zone. Trevor Lawrence will throw two touchdowns. Jacksonville will compete in this game because they can't be any worse than last week. (laughs) And and the 49ers are giving six and a half points. I think that uh, that's a that's going to be a tough number to to cover. This game will be closer than that. Hmm. The over under of forty five and a half is interesting to me, and I'm taking the over as the look in that bet. I mean, the bet in that game, and look for some fantasy points to get done. Um, look for a twenty eight twenty four, twenty eight twenty seven down to the wire. Forty ers do take care of their business. Urban Meyer and the Jaguars start playing better football from here on out. There you go, Mr. Cavasa. There you go. Okay. Comments, questions? 
Well, I, 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 so you're, I mean, it seems like some of your prognostications are somewhat contradictory. You're taking the In over, what well, you're taking the over, but you're saying, um, San Francisco is just going to take care of business. I mean, you're, you're saying it's going to be a high scoring game. You're saying both, well, te- both teams are going to get after with an over with an over under of, of 45, a high scoring, you know, is, is 24, 24. You know, you tie, if it's a tie game at 24-24, it's an over. There will be three touchdowns scored. There will be field goals kicked. Um, uh, Mr. Kilbasa. And you're saying, what is it, six and starting. a half? You're six and a half points? You're saying? I don't I don't like You it don't like all. San Francisco Jackson, taking the six and a half? Or giving six no, and I, a think, half. I think this game will be closer. I, I don't. I think Jacksonville will compete at home. Okay. I think there'll be a lot of 49ers fans there. And, it, again, if the over is 45 and a half, it, it's going to be like a point over. It's going to be two points over. It's one of those things you want to tease up, as we spoke of earlier. Tease it because, up. Because um, like there's some fantasy talent. There's I take you out, baby. Talent. James Robinson, Mr. Arnold, Trevor Lawrence is one of my uh, fill-ins, and I'm looking for at least 20 fantasy points from him. It's 200 yards, no turnovers, two touchdowns. Wow. We, okay, we spent way too much time talking about the Jaguars this week. But, hey, you never know with uh, Trevor Lawrence leading the way and Urban Meyer. I think they're going to the – I think, I, think, I think the Jaguars will improve um, as the season goes on. The 49ers are looking to get to 500. And as you said, make noise. Now, I know you don't want to talk about it, but there's <laughs> fantasy love there. Where are we going out of, out of Jacksonville? There's, that's Come fine, on. man. Let's get the hell out of here and go out to Vegas because I need some gambling therapy machine while we're out there. Let's welcome in the nose-diving Cincinnati Bengals, man. We need them to lose some games, dude. We need them to lose a lot of games, and it seems like this would be a good chance for the Las Vegas Raiders to try to hold pace with, oh, man, the Chargers and the Chiefs because the Chiefs, they figured it out. They're not going to lose a couple. They're not going to lose much more. Chargers, hey, man, they're good when they want to be, but Michy, Raiders, Bengals. Let's talk about that for three minutes on the 405. It's a one-point game. The Bengals are giving the Raiders one point. Over under a 50, so we're clear. For Cincinnati, they lost two games in a row, went on a bye week. I have Joe Burrow as a very good quarterback, and they're going to return to form. However, Joe Flacco is going to outscore Joe Burrow (laughs) in this particular game. Joe Mixon, touchdown maker, multiple touchdown makers. This week, I am putting T. Higgins in my lineup to get it right with Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, you got him. You got to start him. The surprise wide receiver that we shouldn't be surprised should be rostered everywhere. T. Higgins, touchdown, 95-plus yards. I've been calling for it. Eventually, I'm going to wish it into place, Mr. Kibasa. Mm-hmm. C.J. Uzma has been a tight end phenomenon. Two touchdowns, nothing. Two touchdowns by week. You're taking a risk if you're going to start him. Mr. McPherson is a decent kicker, and I would look for him to be a middle-of-the-pack or better kind of guy. In Las Vegas, Mr. Kilbasa, they want to hold on. They want to play good football. They want to go to the playoffs after all the crap that's happened to the Raiders. And Derek Carr is going to have a nice game. 
Hunter Renfro may or may not be banged up, but he gets the job done. Brian Edwards, America. I told you about him last week. Touchdown maker last week. There's your second guy in crayon, Mr. Kielbasa, if the man from the Titans is not available. Brian Edwards, double-digit scorer. And I look for a return of Darren Waller to be the top tight end (laughs) in this game and keep the Raiders in this game. Josh Jacobs is questionable. Watch it. Our friend, our favorite Kenyon Drake cake, not touching him. You got Jacobs. If you have no other options, put him in. Start Renfro. Start Edwards. Start Waller. Yes, start David Carr. And look for the Raiders. Look for the Raiders and the Cincinnati Bengals to go over the 50. And which kicker is going to kick a field goal to win this game, Mr. Kielbasa? Are the Raider fans going to go home happy? Or is Cincinnati going to continue to slide? I'll leave you to tell me that, Mr. Cabasso. Yeah, the Cincinnati is going to lose, and the Vegas Raiders are going to win, win, win. And take the over. Take those players we spoke about. This will be a very – this might be, you know, a game worth watching if you don't want to watch uh, the Cowboys and Chiefs a little bit later. This will be a very entertaining ball game, fantasy football-wise pro football wise where are we going next mr Kibasa? well before we go anywhere mishy and as this timer runs out you just said joe flacco is going to outpoint joe Barr, and of course i'm going to have to take a little issue with that and you're going to buy me after joe flacco underpoints joe Barr. you're going to take me for ribeyes at hugo's cellar in the basement of the four queens casino after the game Got reservations I already. T- they- I have, I have, I might have access to a very good table. I know of a number to call that I can make that call if you really, really want that. Yeah, we're, um, we're going to have. We, we don't need reservations at the place, but they, you know, they, that's the place where they they make the Caesar salads right there at your table. And no, there's there's day. tables. There's preferable. There's preferable seating arrangements there, and we'll make sure we sit at the best table that night. Right, just like in Grandpa's basement. <laughs> Let's go to maybe the game of the week here, Mishy. Back out to the plains where you never know what the weather is going to be like. It's either too hot or too goddamn cold out there. And speaking of too goddamn hot, the Cowboys are thinking that this is their year. And Kansas City says, wait a second, don't forget about us. We got Tyreek Hill and everybody else. Mishy, Cowboys, Chiefs, game of the week right here, bro. Three minutes. All right. I, uh, I'll try and get through it. The Cowboys are plus two and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. That's incredible to me. The over-under is 56. America tees that down to 49 and take the over. The obvious is who's going to win this game, the Cowboys or the Chiefs, Mr. Kibasa? I think I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs this week. What do you think? I hope. I, I guess I, I have to hope they do. I guess I hope the... I do. Do I hope that the Cowboys beat the Chiefs? I guess that I have to because at least the Cowboys are in the NFC, so I'm, I need the Chiefs to lose. But I have a feeling the Chiefs are just going to be just. They're going to go Wanda Vision on them. <laughs> Dak Prescott is a must start. Ezekiel Elliott. Um, 
I still say he's banged up. Had a good game last week. Tony Pollard had a better game. I would start Tony Pollard over Ezekiel Elliott. What? I will. I would, in this game, tell you that Tony Pollard will score more fantasy points than Ezekiel Elliott. Well, thanks, man. That's when, You know I've been waiting to hear that for six weeks with Tony Pollard on my bench. The idea that Amari Cooper is a one and you drafted him for that is kind of laughable. C.D. Lamb is the must-get. Michael Gallup is back in the lineup here, but I'm not confident until I see him play. Dalton Schultz is a touchdown maker at tight end. Um, the kicker, Greg DeLegge Zerline, is on the COVID list. And there's a guy, America, that I want you to pick up. And his name is Hiram Hiroluho. <laughs> Who? Hiram Haraloho. Hiram Shalom, Hiram. Shalom. And he is a Canadian, and he is the place kicker while Greg Zerline is out. If the waiver wire says so, and you want to have some fun in fantasy football, that's the move to make. Because if Zerline doesn't play, I'm picking this kid up, and I'm starting him. And he's going to score 10-plus fantasy points. It's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of offense in this game, Mr. Cabasa. You got the Chiefs. You're starting the quarterback. You know, there's some questions at running back in Kansas City this week, Mr. Kielbasa. The question is, uh, who who do they need to block the uh, defensive end for a minute while Patrick the, Mahomes yeah, throws Tyreek? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daryl Williams had a tremendous fantasy football game last week. He made the injury report today, and your favorite hyphenated running back in Kansas City, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, is ready to come back and play. Oh, so yeah. the running backs, the running backs in Kansas City might very much be a committee, and with two running backs, you might not have one. Tariq Hill is a must start. Kelsey is a must start. Harrison Butker is a must start. In My this kicker. game, there should be a lot of points. I think Mr. Mahomes will outpoint Joe Flacco, and I think that uh, Dak, the Dak show, Dak Prescott, will also outscore Joe Flacco. And I think the Cowboys are going to win. What What do you think about that, Mr. Kibos? I think that it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think it's going to be a good game. But I think that Kansas City is going to be like, hey, uh, you guys fell asleep on us. Why? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. sounds like there's a wager in your future right here, right now, Mr. Kibos. I think so. Let's do it. Because I think Tyreek Hill is going to score three touchdowns. Three. A hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, and wine, and the wine of Kansas City barbecue versus the same dollar amount in Dallas barbecue. I win. I'll fly you to Dallas for barbecue that you will buy. You win. You fly me to Kansas City for the barbecue that I will buy. It's a win-win, Mr. Cabasa. There we go. We're eating barbecue one way or another and drinking wine. You know, they. Yes. I love that um, I love that smokehouse wine that you can get. It's just good stuff. Oh, boy. Nice deep red. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it makes a for a great experience. Definitely. Oh, makes for a great experience. And, uh, again, when I win this, I have a place south of Dallas that I go to. 
And if you need to, I have some places in Kansas City that I go to. Where are we going next, Mr. Kavos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be a fun game to watch. And sure. here's another game to watch. Meanwhile, up in the northwest, the Pacific Northwest, Russell is back in the kitchen cooking it up. And I believe Kyler Murray is going to be back, but we're just going to have to find out from Michi in this NFC East showdown. It can Seattle get back on the right track? Is Arizona still for real? Michi, Cardinals, Seahawks, three minutes. Seattle's playing at home. They haven't won there yet. Um, they're getting two and a half points at home from the Arizona Cardinals, the over-under of 48. Okay, that's that's the particulars. Russell Wilson, um, I'll tell you what, there were some bad jokes made in Russell Wilson's account for getting shut out last week in Green Bay. It started, Mr. Kilpasa, on the post-game show where the guy who does the Nickelodeon uh, slime pro football and fantasy football broadcast. I recommend it, everyone. Nickelodeon has a slime thing going. And anyway, he's there, and he's with Boomer and Coach Cower and whoever, uh, Mr. Sims. And he goes, we can't spell Rusty without Russ. And it was a bad joke. It was a real bad joke that I heard four separate times on different radio and TV broadcasts. And I'll tell you what, there is no originality in this world because that was a bad joke, which is why people come to the fantasy football ferocity because you get original material and you get you get quality stuff to win fantasy football games and more. Where were we? Kyler Murray practiced today. Very good. Is he going to play? 50-50, double check. 50-50. Colt McCoy plays. This game is definitely an under. Ugh. Mr. Hopkins, Mr. Hopkins is still hurt. Um, Christian Kirk is the only healthy wide out there. You got him, you start him. Mr. Connor, Mr. Connor, Mr. Connor is a must start because he finds the end zone. Roseanne. Bur- yeah, that's it. And in Seattle, um, Russell Wilson works off some rust. Uh, they will not get shut out. Russell Wilson had five fantasy points last week. Joe Flacco outscored him last week. Just saying. <laughs> and in this particular game, Joe Flacco will outscore both these quarterbacks as well. Um, the running back room in Seattle is still terrible. Mr. Metcalf, you must start him. You got him. You must start him. And that's the only trust there. I'm taking this game to be an under. There's going to be more punts and penalties than uh-oh, points. Uh-oh. We love it when Michi calls this one. And that is like a lock for the under. You got Russell Wilson. Go find Joe Flacco. You got Colt McCoy, go find Joe Flacco. And if Kyler Murray is going to play, go find Joe Flacco. He's going to outpoint him too. (laughs) Now get me the heck out of the rain in Seattle. Take the under America and get me onto that Sunday night game, Mr. Cabasso. Or do you have something to add to or comments to add to I just can't believe that Colt McCoy, after all he's been through, is still – in the goddamn NFL. And good for him. He's a good kid out of Texas. Too bad he got his ass kicked. In uh, Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy's Cleveland. story. If you, America, Colt McCoy's story is uh, rather interesting. 
Um, go Google it. We don't have time for it here, but I recommend you double check it so you can root for Colt McCoy. I just don't. I just think this game is an under, and my fantasy love is limited. Where are we going? That's fine, Michi. That's it for the 425 games. Now we go to the Sunday nighter. Oh, great. Pittsburgh gets another fucking primetime game. Thanks a lot, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, this time they're heading out of Pittsburgh to sunny Los Angeles where Ben likes to play. But, oh, wait, is he hurt? I don't know, Michi. Chargers, Yinzers, three minutes on the Sunday nighter. How in the, you know, the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers is a Hall of Fame coach. That's the only thing I can Yes, Mike Tomlin. And he somehow got away with a tie last week with Mason Rudolph. Well, Ben Ben Roethlisberger is still on the COVID list. And what does that mean? It means Mason Rudolph. And it means Joe Flacco will outscore him. Najee Harris is a must start. Deontay Johnson was a touchdown maker last week. Did you listen to this program? Chase Claypool is still questionable. We don't know what you're going to do. Friar moved the tight end. I couldn't tell you. Without, well, with Roethlisberger or without, it's still just Najee Harris. And there's really nothing else going on fantasy football-wise. For the Chargers, Mr. Kielbasa, I got to ask you, what is going on in San Diego? Are they tanking one more time? Are they going to, you know, they got to, they got to come off a buy and lose. It's not the way you want to play. The um, quarterback, um, the, the kid who started so well is now a question mark. Did he run Why? out of Sherbert? Have, and Sherbert eat, he ain't, Herbert ain't eating Sherbert maybe, anymore? Maybe he hasn't had enough Sherbert. Maybe he's had too much. I know Keenan Allen hasn't put up points. I know Mike Allen, uh, Mike Williams rather, won you a couple games early and has disappeared. Austin Eckler, if he didn't score a touchdown last week, he sucked. And, yeah, you've been talking him up too. And he scored. You know, he scored a touchdown, got the job done. We know we like that. We like that a lot. In this game, in this game, Chargers have to win. The Steelers have to win. The over under of forty six. I'm taking the under. I'm starting the two running backs. You drafted Keenan Allen for a reason. I'm very hesitant on Herbert this week. Very hesitant on the whomever the quarterback is in Pittsburgh. I like the under. You got Eckler, start Eckler. Start Najee Harris and leave the rest of the guys alone if you got options. I'm taking the under. I like the Chargers to actually win this game. And by me saying that, the Steelers are going to win this game. Uh. That's just madness. Madness. Okay. That's it. It's sunny. Yeah. It just, it, Pittsburgh just knows how to win. They they don't necessarily they definitely don't win pretty, but they know how to win and that is And the Chargers seem to, to know and the Chargers seem to know how to lose. So those things together Sunday night, Al Michaels and uh, Chris Collinsworth, I'll find something else to do and, and watch the game later. And hey, means... I may take I may take I may take someone out to dinner Sunday night. All right. Instead of watching football. That hasn't happened in a while. There you go. Where are we going next, Mr. Kibbutz? The final game here in week eleven, Michi. 
Oh boy, let's go down to the goat farm and Tom Brady playing like a mortal this year and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are reachable but they really don't care about anything as long as they make the playoffs. They don't care who they play in the playoffs but Michi, the New York Giants are coming to town and I'm not really sure what that means because it's Monday night and they're on the road but they're in Tampa Bay where the weather might be pretty good. Buccaneers, Giants, Michi, the last three minutes of the week. Giants uh, and the Jets, could two teams playing in the same arena, the same stadium, be so bad? It's laughable to me having grown up in the metropolitan New York area, how bad the pro football teams are. Oh my. Daniel Jones is going to throw two touchdowns this week. One to Kenny Galladay, one to Shaquan Barkley. He's back finally? now. Shaquan will play this week. And he will be the best running back on the field. 85 yards, 40 in the air, touchdown both ways. They will now be... Gall- Kenny Galladay is on everyone's free agent list. Go find him and pick him up. Touchdown maker, 95 yards, the best wide receiver on the field in this game. Daniel Jones will outpoint Joe Flacco. And the Giants are going to win this. What? The Goat Farm, as you call it, has some problems. Tom Brady, Joe Flacco is outscoring Tom Brady this week. Very, very easily done. Leonard Fournette didn't find the end zone last week. Had a very nice game. I like Leonard Fournette. Put him in the lineup. Start him. Win your fantasy football game. On this program last week, we said Mike Evans is the only healthy guy. Put two passes for 70 yards and a touchdown. There's injury problems in Tampa Bay. The Giants are getting the best player on the field back in Shaquan Barkley. Upset Monday night style. Giants are getting 11 points. Take them to win. Wow, that's a big payout. And the uh, odds are plus 420. So if you put a dollar down, you win $4.20. If you, put, if you New York Giants uh, backers, put $10 down, you win $42. Upset special, Mr. Kilbasa. The best game of the year by the New York Football Giants. Defensive touchdown by Uh-oh. the New York Football Giants. Okay. And uh, this time next week, you're going to be saying, Michi, how do you know that? And I say, or how did you know that? I said, because I'm America's commissioner on the best fantasy football program in America, the fantasy football ferocity only. In the sausage hut. I hope people have their crayons out, Mr. Cabasa. I hope people are ready for week 11. Finish the season. If you're not playing for a championship, finish strong. You owe it to your league. And if you don't have a league like that, contact Mr. Cabasa or find me on the beach. Week 11, Mr. Cabasa. I'm ready to win a couple more ball games. I'm ready to play for a championship. I hope you have great success in your endeavors this week, Mr. And, and everyone else out there. Same for you, Michi. There he is, America's commissioner, laying it down. 
for week 11 and that's everything you need to know oh i answered all my questions that i needed to know about that gosh darn wide receiver conundrum i've got going there and marcus johnson kenny galladay and a couple others we named there you go week 11 i hope you enjoy it because next week's going to be crazy because you're going to have to do a bunch of shopping and a bunch of cooking and it's going to be Thanksgiving and yes, we will try to get a fantasy football ferocity out maybe a day early, hopefully, depending on Mission's schedule and let the holiday madness begin let those COVID numbers just go through the roof again go get fucking vaccinated all goddamn ready Mission's on the beach Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter, Johnny Kobasa rocks on the Instagram, johnnykobasa.com. And then you go and leave us a fucking review already, a nice one. Give us some stars. We could use it because that's all we work for. See you next week, everybody. Going to win a championship. Bye now.